Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. Saturday, May 28th. This Saturday is a little different than others because at nine o'clock I will be going live via Zoom with a lot of my students. Uh, I have done one-on-one mentoring. It's actually something I offer, uh, but I have yet to do a one-to-many conversation. It's going to be fun. It's going to be interesting. We're going to talk about the buy box. Uh, If this works, and I'm sure it will, Uh, We will be breaking down more and more of my How to Get Started One Rental at a Time course because I want to do everything I can to help people go faster, dive into the details, and uh, really start understanding what it's all about. So uh, I want to do a few things here because a lot of you will not be on that call. I want to remind you how important the buy box is. If you want to ask me a question, I suggest getting the questions in early. I will go top to bottom. I will say hello, hi, all of those things, but I will get the questions from top to bottom. We are only going to go 45 minutes today. I'm going to cut this off 15 minutes early uh, because I want to make sure I am as prepared as I can be for the 9 a.m. with students. But again, for you, for the folks that have yet to uh, get the course, we're going to start with step one, buy box. I believe the buy box is everything. It is everything for a beginner. It is everything for someone who's at the start. Maybe you have a couple of rentals already before you found one rental at a time. Even for those people, I want you to understand that buy box is where it all starts. I think the buy box has a lot of attributes and I I wrote down seven or eight of them. We're going to go through them here. And yes, we will go through them again at nine o'clock. First and foremost, the buy box is focus. A superpower of mine that I did not appreciate till later in life is focus. Buy box is focus. It is a set of criteria that you put into Realtor.com or Redfin or Zillow or PropStream or uh, your agents. Do it in the MLS for you, whatever it is. It is a criteria that you will look at every day. It is also permission to ignore everything else. One of the reasons we are going to do the nine o'clock with my students is a lot of them try to outsmart the process, right? They get the course, they get in, they get excited. They like what's going on. They're in the Facebook group, but then they get out. They, they, they try to outthink the process. They're like, I, you know, I talk to them occasionally, maybe via email or, or instant message. And they're like, Michael, I've got three buy boxes. I've got one in Texas, one in Alabama, one in Michigan. And I asked them, how long have you been doing this? Because if you've been doing it a couple of years, maybe that's okay. But if you've been doing it three seconds, it's not okay. Buy boxes focus and it's permission to ignore everything else. Next, 
Buy box is a time saver. It just is. When I was doing this 20 some odd years ago and I looked at one buy box for three years, I was a busy man all over the world, often on planes, which I hated, raising a daughter, trying to keep my wife, my relationship, just, just working hard, right? It's tough. A buy box is a 20 minute a day thing. Find it or create the time. That's all it is. Some days, some days you look at your buy box and it didn't change. Great. You've done it. You, you're done in five minutes. Move on. Do something else. A lot of people that are attracted to how to get started one rental at a time don't have a lot of time. Some of you don't have a lot of time and then you lean on others, which I'm not a big fan of, right? You go to a turnkey company or you rely on some other investor who has some social media presence. That is gambling as far as I'm concerned. Even if you're going to a turnkey provider, I believe it is your responsibility because it is your money after all to understand what an average good or great deal is. And that's what the buy box gives you. So again, it's focus, it's permission to ignore, it's time efficient, and it is repetitive. It is repetitive. You will be building your own spreadsheet and something we will be looking at nine o'clock is two of my students have graciously volunteered to give their, their spreadsheets. I certainly give you mine, but mine is so simple. Mine is not really a model that most of you should follow. I have 20 some odd years of experience. Mine has been tailored to that. But again, you've spent 320 bucks. You want mine? I'll give it to you. But what is important in your exercises, you will create your spreadsheet. You will understand what is important to you. And a lot of you, if I gave you some truth, sir, will admit that what you thought was important the first 30 days, because I've seen them, right? I've been teaching people for two plus years now how to do this and change their future. The first 30 days, your spreadsheet's got like 105 columns. Not quite that bad, but you know what I mean. Then by day like 35, it's like, okay, now we got 80 columns. And then by like day 90, it's like, all right, man, I got 31 columns. Awesome. Make it yours. This needs to be something that you feel value, valuable adding to, changing, tweaking, moving forward. Another thing the uh, spreadsheet, the exercise of the buy box will teach you as you are documenting what is going on in your buy box is you will learn what you don't know. And, of course, something else in the group that you will figure out in the course is you will need to grow your network. Step one will highlight what you don't know. Do you know your property management rate? Nope. Guess what? Got to meet them. Do you know what it costs property taxes? Nope. Got to meet them. Do I know what uh, landlord insurance costs? Nope. Got to figure that out. The exercise of the buy box or step one of my course is going to highlight what you don't know. There's power in that. You're also, the spreadsheet, the buy box is going to help you understand basic math. I think a lot of real estate investors, mentors, gurus, all of this out there try to throw math at you to scare you, freak you out, or make them look smart. I think if you have to use vocabulary and math to freak people out to show your superiority, you are not doing a very good job. Math should be simple. I want to know how much money I put in and how much money I get out. I call it yield. 
because I look at every asset I buy as a bond, and bonds use yield. If you want to call it cash on cash, not at set. You want to call it return on capital, fine. I call it yield. Call it what you want. I do not call it cap rate. I do not call it IRR. I do not call it any of these other things. I only have one measure. In fact, if somebody didn't ask what you know IRR is and, and cap rates on my stuff, I would never bother looking. That's not important to me. If I'm going to put $50,000 into something or shoot $5,000 into something, I want to know how much money I get back. That's it. The core, the crux that you are trying to do with this 60 or 90 day exercise on your buy box in your area is very simple. I want you to learn what an average deal is in your buy box. I'm not here to judge you. Nobody should judge you. If your average in your buy box is 1%, who the heck cares? If average in your buy box is 8%, who the heck cares? It is your buy box. Own your stuff. Once you know average, you have all the power. You are in control. You can start writing offers, good or great. And if you're following my content recently, good left the building. We are only writing great offers. We are going to a time where FOMO is gone to the seller side. Many of you are telling me that you are starting to see motivated seller as the first two words in listings. I told you this was coming. The slowdown is real. I do not think the whole market is crashing. You've heard me tell the story of transactions, not price. Who cares? You need one deal. You need one motivated seller. You need one person to give you a discount. You don't need the market to crash. You need a deal. Go find the one. That goes for investors or homeowners. I get all kinds of flack because I say prices aren't going to crash, and then I tell people to go find a deal. I don't know what you people don't understand. The market doesn't have to crash for you to find one great deal. This is not crypto or stocks where all stocks and cryptos are the same. They all go down or up together. You go find a, you know, one, two, three Main Street because Sally Jane or Bob Smith needs to sell. Go get your deal. I don't know what people don't get about this. Prices are not falling this year nationally, but transactions will. But again, my students, my followers, please. We are only doing great deals. If you watch my content, it you know for years, it's always been good or great, good or great. Well, guess what? The market changed. The market changed. For two years, you and I were struggling to get good deals. Well, I'm happy to say the market is coming our way. We are only doing great deals in 2022 and probably in 2023. Go figure out average. Until you know average, you don't know great. Next. A buy box allows you, the investor, to create your spreadsheet. And there's power in it. You will see at 9 o'clock what Rolden and what Nathan have done. Two different investors. Both have done, I don't know, five, six, seven deals. Their spreadsheets look nothing alike. Sure, they have a couple of key attributes. But what's important here is not important there. And that's awesome. Make it yours. For example... One thing that you may see on the spreadsheets is square footage. You will never see square footage on my spreadsheet. I don't care. 
I don't care. If I can buy a three bedroom, one bath at 800 square feet or a three bedroom, one bath at 1100 square feet, same rent, basically, basically, you're not going to see square footage on mine. But again, a lot of people have it. Great. This, this is your baby. You have to feel almost like a connection with it. It's got a, you've got to vibe with it and square footage doesn't vibe for me, but if it vibes for you, awesome. Two more things and we'll get to the questions and say hello. The biggest thing for me with the spreadsheet, and it's kind of my analytical mind, as Dion likes to point out all the time, I remove emotion. Why am I a horrible stock market investor? Because I'm emotional. I know thyself. So I lean on spreadsheets. I lean on yield to tell me what to buy. I go out and look at a 20-unit building in a one-bedroom, one-bath house. Lots of people. Grant Cardone tells us bigger is better. Well, maybe not. I have made that decision many times. Occasionally, you buy the 20 unit. It's a better yield. A lot of times, especially recently, the one bedroom, one bath house is a far superior deal because nobody's looking and I can get a cheap price. And do you guys know that a one bedroom, one bath house in my my portfolio, my entire portfolio, 22 years of experience, has the lowest turnover? And they're the smallest, so they're the easiest to turn over? Y'all are missing out. And then last one. I am trying to help people who have money, right? Sometimes I run into students who have money and they're like, I got to, I have to, I almost, I have to get this money out of my account before I blow it. I, I've seen that. I don't, they don't say that, but that's what I hear. I'm telling you, you, you're just because you have the down payment or heaven forbid you can pay cash. You're not doing that if you buy my course. You're going to go spend 60 to 90 days. And until you know average, you're not doing a deal. You're not writing an offer. Once you can tell your significant other, your best friend, your coworker, what, it, what an average deal is in your buy box, you're not writing offers. And I will wrap this up and we will start saying hello to people. We are only writing great offers today. And then the last thing I want to remind you is motivated sellers it's not always price. Sometimes it's terms. And if you can find a motivated seller that will take terms and heaven forbid, get the 50, 40, 10, we talked about a lot, you will get amazing returns. We did an example with the lumberjack one time where he took an amazing deal at 23 and turned it into 52, just like that. And these are percentages and you will understand my, my vocabulary if you are a student. All right, everybody, that's what I got for you. That's what we're going to talk about at 9 o'clock with my students. Uh, let's go back and say hi to everybody and get some questions. Tamika, good morning. Jeffrey, good morning. Uh, thanks for bringing the dogs in the news rundown. Yep, absolutely. Now they're asleep. I'm not going to wake them up. But, yes, they are there. Thank you. I like them. They're with me every morning. Uh, Catherine, good morning. Horatio, since you started investing in Fresno to today, what has been the average return you look for in Fresno purchase as a good deal? Uh, Horatio, that's the beauty of my courses. It changes or beauty of my teachings or whatever you call it. It changes all the time. Uh, when I started out investing, it was 8% back in 2002, 2001, 2002. Uh, it got below six at the peak, which is why we 1031 out of houses into apartments. Uh, apartments were eight, nine, 10%. Uh, back in 2006, 7, I think is when I got out. 
uh, yield went to over 15% in 2010, 2010-11. Uh, and since it peaked at 15%, uh, it's been steadily declining. I think in 2021, it was as low as 6 uh, now I'm not going to do anything that's not eight or nine, right? I am only doing great deals. I do what I say. I'm looking for terms. I have a team doing mailers. I'm leveraging prop stream to find targets. Yeah. So today uh, it's eights and nines. I've upped it from last year. Again, I'm, I'm like everybody else. I want to go find those motivated sellers. If I do three deals this year, I'll be wildly happy. So I'm only doing great deals. Nathan Rolden, how are you guys doing? Nathan, for the live, live Zoom pro tip, organize a co-host to help you manage the Zoom craziness. People unmuting, chatting. Yeah, I probably should have done that. I don't know how to do that, though. I've never done one of these. So this may blow up, but we'll see. Jeff, I'm a first-time homebuyer looking in St. Louis, 200 250K. Do you see better deals coming later this year or within the next months or so? No idea, Jeff. I've never looked at St. Louis. I couldn't tell you if 200 to 250 was median or high. Don't know. No idea. Don't don't look at St. Louis. Uh, I will tell you, I would expect St. Louis to be like every other market where you have more inventory to choose from. Uh, I don't know what the job market is in St. Louis. Um, I think you're going to have more opportunities. I think inventory in St. Louis is more, uh, but I don't know what that means for price. I don't know the economy. Um, I do know with more inventory, you probably have a better chance of finding motivated sellers. But again, I don't, I've never looked at St. Louis. So me guessing about St. Louis from California would be silly. So I'm, I'm sorry. I, I wish I had a better answer, but don't know St. Louis. Sorry. Lumberjack in the house. Morning. Oh, Jeff, look at this. Nathan, we operate in St. Louis. Happy to connect outside of this chat and discuss if interested. Oh, that's nice, Nathan. Look at you. That's the beauty of this, this group. Uh, Better Home Reno. Good morning and congrats on trying something new. Go get them. Yeah, I'm I'm trying. I think uh, I think it was Nathan's that about. I, I, I probably should have added uh, a co-host or something, but I don't even know how to add a co-host. So I really have no idea what I'm doing. I'm I'm ready, fire, aim. That's clearly what's happening right now. I'm going to try this crazy idea and see if it blows up. See if we can hold it together. Uh, and Amon, uh, Los Angeles market. I'm looking to purchase in September, November. We'll look for a great deal, but would renting for 12 months be better option as we allow inventory to build? Um, I don't know Los Angeles. Like I don't know St. Louis. I've never looked. The good news about Los Angeles, unlike St. Louis is I have two real estate brokers who talk about Southern California all the time. I talked to Omar on Tuesday and Adrian on Wednesday. Uh, both of them are telling me inventory is building. Omar said inventory doubled in, uh, I think he said six weeks. You can go back and watch his videos to make sure. Uh, it sounds like LA is building inventory. Uh, it sounds like uh, price drops are accelerating. Um, I only know that no personal experience. I am quoting others when I talk about this. I'm on. Uh, I would talk to a broker down there and see what they're seeing, right? I, I I know Fresno really well. I know the Bay Area because I've lived here 50 years. Okay. But that's the extent of my expertise. And I don't want to, um, I don't want to mislead anyone. It, it's all about doing the work, 
right? If I was in your situation, I would have a buy box. My buy box would be, hey, I want to be in this city or zip code. I want to look for a three, four. I mean, everything I just talked about with the buy box, I would do the same thing if I was looking to purchase my home. Just would. Pre-approved for 800. Nice work. I have no idea what LA prices are. I hope. So, congrats. I um, Good luck. I think rates are coming down. At least they were last week. So, good job. Chris, uh, Mike, what does your current portfolio consist of? Unit count, et cetera. I have a lot of units. I have more than enough. I don't want to talk about unit counts because I get, it's not about me. I have, I've been retired for five years on our portfolio. Uh, we left the rat race with over 200. We sold some, bought some. It's, it's plenty. It's plenty. Uh, Vassal, good morning. Keith. Morning, investors. Dion, how much money has been lost by people waiting for a crash? And so, oh, geez. Yeah, dude. This is something I think about a lot. People really hate to hear this, right? There are some channels on YouTube who've been, who were talking about a housing crash in 2020. Ken McElroy, Reventure, we all know who they are. I did a 52-year spreadsheet. And 2020, whether you like it or not, it's math, folks. 2020 was the second best year in 52 years to buy a home. Twenty twenty one was the sixth best year ever to buy a home. Yeah, if you listen to those channels in twenty twenty. You have probably conservatively lost 30%. You have uh, given up 300 basis points in interest. Just think about that. Think about that. If you had done the work and realized that 2020 was the best year ever, your mortgage rate would be 2.6. It would not be 5.6 as was quoted above. Do you have any idea what 3% means on an $800, 800K loan? I mean, where's my phone? I mean, that's like, that's like 2,300 bucks a month for the same damn house. Man. Entertainers who talked about a crash in 2020. There's a special place. That's just, that's just bad, 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 bad. Uh, price reduced motivated sellers. I always offer less than asking. Yeah, me too. Uh, when the listing says make an offer, bring all offers, then you can pay attention. Oftentimes the realtor will add those. Yep. Run the numbers. Be sure it's a winner. Yeah. All the time. Ah, Charles Barkley must be watching this channel. He says walking to the chase center is horrible. Yeah. So if you guys don't know what that's about, uh, I was a happy, uh, warriors season ticket holder. It was a life drum, lifelong dream, total bucket list item. I never thought I would do. Uh, I mean, it's a fact, right? Season tickets to the warriors are like 50 grand a year and you have to spend 50 or 60 just for the right. It's called a PSA or whatever the hell they call it. So I did that for three years. Happy, happy, but 
they built the Chase Center in freaking San Francisco, where I have to walk like three quarters of a mile from the train because it's really the only way to get there because of traffic to the Chase Center. It's freaking disgusting. It's unsafe and getting worse. So I decided not to renew next year. And that comes from a diehard bucket list. That's just disgusting. It's just, yeah. I don't, I, I, and then walking with my wife, it's so much walking there is not so bad, but walking out at night at 9 30, 10 o'clock, it's unsafe. It just is unsafe. I don't need that stress. Yeah, not good. Not good. Yeah, not good. Uh, Grant would love to buy a cash flowing rental, but nothing even close here in Seattle. Live where you want, invest where the numbers make sense. If you've heard my story, Corey, or no, Grant, sorry, Grant. Uh, I spent one year looking in the Bay Area in 2001. Total waste of time. Total waste of time. But eventually we pulled out the California map and found Fresno, California, two and a half hours away. Never look back. So live where you want, invest where the numbers make sense. Chester, the uh, Zoom link was sent to the email. I've done it twice now. When you have a Teachable account, I believe you have to give them an email. And I sent it to all the students. Second, Chester, in my private Facebook group, in Facebook, I posted it there as well. I've sent it out many, many times. Apparently, Teachable is not a good way to send email. I don't know. I can't explain it. But it's been sent several times. Howdy, Larry. How are you? Greetings from South Florida. How you doing, Marco? What's the over-under on the Zoom call? That's a good question. Our private Facebook group, Saturday Morning Conversations, have about 35 people. I'm going to guess, because this is the first time, I'm going to guess 50. I'm going to guess 50. Just a wild ass. Maybe 10 show up. I don't know. No idea. I'm trying to help. If it's a total bust, I won't do it again. But yeah. Uh, you're from Cali, connected. You're from Connecticut, grain of salt. Sure. No problem. Zillow and others are inflating sales prices by 20%. Okay. Wow, 385 for a duplex, so it was at 480. Ooh, wow. Good morning, uh, Carissa. How are you, Texas? This happened yesterday. Cool. Nice. Hope, I hope it cash flows. Yeah, I'm still seeing subpar property selling over asking in my market. Uh, again, no idea what market you're in. Uh, the real estate slowdown is real. Uh, there will be a few markets. I think Florida, for example, is one of them. I think Florida has such an influx of population. Uh, I, I don't see mo I don't see many Florida markets slowing down. It's it's just a migration thing. Um, there might be a few other states that I'm not thinking of at the moment, but I think I think the real estate market. I think the slowdown is real. I think it hits most markets. Um, it may never hit Florida, frankly. Um, it just looks like the United States is kind of like tilting that way with all the migration. Yeah. 
but it, uh, it'll hopefully come. Realtors or big tech are doing this. All right, ever. I don't know what you're talking about, but that's okay. All right, whatever. I've seen properties in East Texas which doubled in price since 2020 and are now back at the same price. Okay. Stagflation is like the sword of, okay, hanging over the Federal Reserve. Yeah, it's, um, I think stagflation is the answer. I think, again, in economics, you learn that nothing is called until after the fact. So I don't think it'll be called till next year. But yeah, I think 2020 will go down to stagflation. And the beauty of that is I called it two months ago. So I like looking into the future and taking the shot. Yeah, permanent seat license, PSL. Yep, 50 grand. Yep. Inventory is growing in CR70 homes on the market. Don't know what that is. Cool. Awesome. Yep, real estate slowdown is real. Are you still looking to do a one-day seminar in SoCal? Uh, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I was hoping when I thought about it last year, I was thinking I would do it this year. I don't think I'll do it this year. I'm, I'm, I'm going to try this Zoom thing. Because, again, I, I mean, if I did a SoCal event or, you know, uh, Tennessee, I was thinking about traveling around the country and just having fun times in Airbnbs. It, I don't think I help enough people. I'm hoping Zoom gives me a broader reach. And, frankly, it's cheaper, right? I spent a couple hundred bucks on Zoom. And if I can help people, more people that way, I don't know. We'll see. Will I eventually do seminars or events? Absolutely. I don't think I'll do one this year, though. Uh, always use the income approach. Yep. Is this going to be worse than 0508 and Zillow should be taken with a grain of salt? Uh, no. I don't I don't see how this could be worse than 0508. I, unlike a lot of um, channels that talk about crashes, I invested before, during, and after. And I'm not seeing the setup. I'm not seeing the bad loans, liar loans. I'm not seeing the bad structure, which is what really caused the blow up arms. Um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure how this could be like 08 again, at least with the current setup. Could things get wonky from here? Absolutely. If we get something like this year that says no down payments, free Government assisted, first time home buyer, twenty thousand bucks. Apply here. Uh, you know, FHFA giving zero percent loans to all first time home buyers. I mean, we could get a lot of wacky stuff this year that causes a repeat of 08. But if you're asking me today, I do not see the setup. Is it possible for things to get wacky? Sure. Anytime government intervention comes in, things get wacky. Government's got to stop getting involved in the free market. Man, government just breaks stuff. Uh, oh, Cedar Rapids, sorry. CR was Cedar Rapids. Our condo we bought last summer was a principal resident would cost 50% more a month. Yeah, exactly. Man, if you, I mean, just think about it. You're 2020, 2020, right? You've got enough for a down payment. You're right on the cusp. You watch Ken McElroy or Reventure and you don't pull the trigger. You had the money. You had the credit. You had a 30-year loan at 2.6% and you didn't pull the trigger. 
and now payments are 50, 60, 70% more, I'd be upset. Boy, would I be upset. Yeah. Uh, don't worry about missing the Zoom. My intention, assuming it is somewhat, if assuming it is at least somewhat valuable, is I will post it in the course as a bonus free. Uh, forgot to mention that my market is close in MD suburbs that border of oh, border VC. Got it. Yep. Prices always rise to consume. Yep. Uh, if, if rates go to 10%, yes, there can be a big crash. Okay. That's from uh, checkout said that I did not say that, but he did or she did. Tony, what do you see coming for the Vegas market? I don't know. I'd be following uh, Brian Lebo. Vegas is a weird market, right? I mean, again, never looked at it, never searched. But I've thought about Vegas a bunch, right? Vegas is one of the markets like Fresno where I did invest. It got smoked in the last crisis. So I think about it a lot. Vegas, is my understanding, is very much a service economy, right? You know, casinos, entertainment, all that stuff. Now, they've done a good job over the last five or six years bringing in manufacturing and other things. So it's a much broader economy than I remember. But still, a fair amount of service. Uh, however, the one thing that Vegas has going for it is uh, California sucks as far as taxes. And uh, we have a king uh, who likes to change the rules all the time. And people are giving up. And they're going across the state lines. Uh, we are seeing more and more people uh, sell in California, move to Vegas, pay cash, and have a better standard of living. If you don't have to pay 12 and a half, 13, 14% in state income tax and you live three hours that way, life's good, man. So I think Vegas is weird. Vegas is a weird market. I don't know it. It's just, it's got a confluence of this and that. Yeah, I'd reach out to Brian Lebo. He's, he, he's been an agent and an investor there for 15 or 20 years. Yep. Some argue that 2008 global was due to the dollar shortage and not by toxic lending. Yeah, I've lived right through it. It was absolutely caused by the toxic lending. There's no question. Anybody talking about it being a dollar shortage was not investing. They're looking at some charts. Uh, my market went down 75% because we were giving loans to people that I would not qualify for rent. I, I want to say that again. They were giving home loans to people that did not qualify to rent my properties. It was absolutely liar loans that got laddered up with CDOs. Anybody talking about a dollar shortage is trying to create more um, distractions and uh, not facts. Take it from a guy who invested in a market that went down 75%. You could see it coming. You could see it coming. You could see it coming. I had a dozen, um, 10, probably 10, maybe not a dozen, 10 people who I said no to renting a small two-bedroom, one-bath apartment get approved for a home loan. You tell me how that was going to end. Uh, I'm going to say 100 on the Zoom call. That'd be cool. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what the cap is on my Zoom, right? I bought a about the next level, so I don't know. We'll find out. This should be fun. One of the worst things holding older homes are one of the worst things holding older homes are nursing homes and state Medicaid that 
will take any property from people that cannot afford to pay full cost. I don't know what that is. Keith, I'm, I don't know what that is. Is, is. is that something where somebody goes to a nursing home, can't pay the bills, and they foreclose on their home? Yeah, I, I don't know what that is. Haven't heard that. Haven't read that. Mark, good uh, Mark. Good morning from Hawaii. Interested to see how the new Airbnb state regulation going to affect the investor market. Thoughts? Uh, again, um, I think we're talking about, I think it was Oahu. You would know better than me. Uh, I thought I read somewhere that I think it was Oahu. I don't think it was the whole state of Hawaii. It could have been. I only read one article that said if you were going to do short-term short rentals in, I think, again, it was Oahu. It had to be a 90-day stay. No more uh, nightly, weekly, 10 days, month, 30 days. It had to be 90 days. Um, I suspect that's going to have an impact. I mean, why wouldn't it? I think Airbnbs, VRBO, short-term rentals, are part of the cause for housing shortage. I think it's I think VRBOs, Airbnbs are part of the cause of the affordable home shortage for buyers and affordable homes for monthly rentals. We don't suddenly have 10% more homes. I don't know. I I'd actually it'd be actually I need to go figure this out. How many homes are sub, I if anybody knows if anybody has this article, please send it to me. How many homes are now up for short-term rentals? Either a number or a percentage. I'm going to guess it's 1% or 2%. I hope it's not more than that. Let's just say it's 1% of homes. Let's say there's 100 million homes in the U.S. and 1 million of them are now short-term rentals. That means over the last, what, four or five years, Airbnb has taken 1 million affordable homes and affordable rentals off the market. Because if they weren't Airbnb, if they weren't short-term rentals, they'd be something else, right? They're not, I guess a few, I guess a few of them could be theoretically vacant, theoretically. So maybe it's not 100% of them, but it's got to be 80%, 90% of those. That would be something else. And again, we have a supply problem. Yeah, maybe, maybe air. Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to guess any rules and regulations around Airbnb cause it to be a less profitable business. But you're in Hawaii. You would know better than me. Yep. Kirby thinks, uh, who else agrees with Kirby that interest rates will, and I'm guessing we're talking about 30-year owner auk loans because they've already hit 6% for investors and some investors are getting quoted 7% today by the summer. I don't know. You guys seen the 10 year note recently? It's all the way down to two, seven, I think two, seven, two. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't think we do again. No idea. Just a wild ass guess. Yeah, I don't think so. I think the general belief now is the fed's going to pause in September which I think is a huge mistake. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Found the teachable email. Cool. Awesome. Got a beat on the Phoenix market? No. I did um, I did read a great... Where's my phone? I found this on Twitter. I'm going to pull it up because I reached out to her. I'm going to see if I can find her email. 
There was a lady that had a, just a wonderful write-up about Phoenix. What's her name? I sent her a note. Let's see. Uh, I only have her email. It's S-G-O-U-L-K-A at gmail.com. She talked about the Phoenix market. A lot of great details, a lot of great facts. Basically, the story of the article is inventory is building fast. Rentals are building fast. Open door is a problem. Um, she says, the I think her closing line was like, nailed it. She goes, motivated sellers rising, desperate sellers not yet. I thought that was a great line. But no, don't look at Phoenix. I stay in my lane. I let the, you know, yeah, do the work, get your buy box, figure out what's going on. How will fintech and rent controls affect landlords? Um, I don't see how fintech helps them or uh, impacts them, I should say, except for maybe rent collections and like, uh, I'm already living in a state with rent control, so we've already got it. Uh, there's a, a there's a video being posted later today where Lumberjack and I talk about rent control, national rent control, and is it coming? So my thoughts are there. I think it comes out at 5 o'clock. Might be 3 o'clock. It's either 3 or 5 o'clock today. So all my answers are in that video. It's not good, by the way. It's the short answer. My property manager won't agree to let me set a dollar threshold to contact me for repairs. Uh, is that normal? Um, I would get a new property manager. Uh, is that normal? I've never heard that before. I mean, I don't know where you're trying. I mean, like if you tried to set the limit at 50 bucks, that's probably too low. Because uh, everything's more than 50 bucks these days. Um, but yeah, get a new property manager. If, 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 if they're trying to be... Um, they're trying to spend your money without your approval. It's kind of a problem in my mind. That would be a red flag in my mind. Like, oh, I need to find a new one. Got it. Check. Who's in a tougher spot? An average realtor or an average loan officer? Loan officer, without question. I think realtors are actually in an okay spot if they change their mindset. Loan officers, trouble. Trouble. Yeah, get another property manager. They work for you. Yep. Oh, 1.25 just on Airbnb. So if we add like seven, 750 for VRBO and others, 2 million homes. I think there's one point. Wait, is there a hundred? I don't know. I got to figure it out. I got to take that number. It's yeah, I think Airbnb and VRBOs are taking... Because again, we're not building enough affordable homes like I talked about this morning on the daily financial news, right? We're building 7% where we used to build 40. Man, problem. Problem. We are in a large multivariate Ponzi scheme now this time in tech with rates rising. This will crush California real estate as money dries up. Okay. And not money as easily means less money going to add unprofitable companies. There will be large tech layoffs and insolvencies. I talked about the Bay Area, Silicon Valley being in trouble for four months and people laughed at me. So here you go. I told you all this was coming. I hope you got ready. Yes, the estate is screwed out the inheritance for state. And yeah, Keith, I don't know anything about that. If you have an article or something... Send it to me and I will learn more. I do not, I do, do not know about that. I'm sorry. 
Our population is almost flat. What do you think about the next 10-year outlook? Seems like boomers downsizing. They will be oversupply at some point. Uh, I think at some point we will once again have, we again, admittedly a selfish and extremely biased opinion. I own this following statement, but it is what I believe. I believe the United States is the best country in the world. I believe the best and brightest from around the world want to come here. I believe the best and brightest, assuming appropriate vetting, should be allowed to come here. And uh, we eventually will have um, migration policy that makes sense. And we will have best and brightest who want to invest. They want to create. They want to build. They don't want to take. I believe the best and the brightest who want to invest, build, grow, take the capitalist chance should be allowed in. Again, assuming appropriate vetting. Today, they're not. Today, they are going elsewhere. I believe what has made America great all these years is that, you know, the belief that the streets are paved with gold. And if you come here, work hard, sacrifice, amazing things can happen. I think this population decline thing goes away once we have a uh, migration policy that makes sense. Whatever that is. I'm not a migration expert whether it's a scoring system or something else, it will turn around. We eventually, we eventually need to understand that what has made America great is immigration. Being the spot where the best and brightest want to come to make their name is awesome. I think that is a strength, not a weakness. I think that changes the outlook instantly. Uh, in 2021, the average number of monthly available short-term rentals for units were 1.067, nearly 10% lower in the price. Hmm. Interesting. Yep. All right, so I'm going to cut this short because I want to make sure I'm going with the 9 o'clock. I will do this quiet ones. Uh, 10-year will hit 4.5 by the middle of next year. The 10-year note. We'll hit 4.5, I think is what you're talking about. So if the 10 years at 4.5, that means the Fed funds is at three, roughly. Yeah, that could happen. I think the Fed funds hits four. I haven't changed my opinion on that by July of 2023. If the Fed funds rates hits four by July of 2023, the 10-year will hit five and a half or six. So I think I'm above you quiet one. Yeah. All right, everybody. I only can do 45 minutes. I want to make sure I'm best shape for my zoom call. You guys have a wonderful weekend. It is a three day weekend. Take care. Have fun. Remember what Memorial day is all about. Uh, some all gave some, some gave all. If you have anybody that, uh, that served. Um, yeah. Remember that. All right, everybody take care of yourself. Bye.